0: Everybody, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Nomad Strength Show. We're back with the solo episodes after a couple of weeks off. Um, if you guys follow, on social media or anything like that, you'll know why I took a couple weeks off. We just had a, another addition to the family in the way of a little baby girl that made her appearance about a week and a half ago. And so took a little time off from recording some solo things because I had already banked a half a dozen or so of the regular Interview Monday shows ready to, to lock and load and release. So um, I haven't actually been behind a mic in a couple of weeks, but it's time. I'm ready to, to push out some more conf- content for you guys and uh, wanted to dive into some programming stuff today because uh, I haven't talked a lot about programming and actual training things for a couple of months now and I thought it'd be a good time. So uh, before we get into that, if you have not done so and you want to go rate, review, subscribe to the show, like do all those things on whatever platform you listen, all of that stuff really makes a difference. I know it seems like it might not just because you're clicking a button that says subscribe, big deal, but that stuff actually does matter in helping the show grow and reach more people. And that's the whole point of broadcasting, right? right? You are trying to reach message to as many people as are able to hear it. So that's what we're doing with the show. And I really appreciate all of you guys who have done so already. Um, So let's dive in to the programming topic of the week. And what we're talking about today is what one of my favorite programming, uh, you know, it's not a modality, but methodology, I guess you could say, uh, that I love no matter what type of training program it is there's always ways that you can add in certain aspects of training whether it be in you know amrap uh and every minute on the minute those type of things um you know there's all kinds there's dozens of different things that you can add in but one of the ones that i love uh and i'll explain why and then i'll explain how i how i actually implement it into training programs is uh couplets and this is probably dating back to you know my my early days doing some CrossFit stuff because in the early CrossFit days couplets were just like the bread and butter of what a lot of CrossFit stuff was and and what I mean by couplet for those that don't know is just two exercises. Um, Back to back, or in conjunction with each other, for whatever duration of time or duration of reps that you're going for, it might seem like that's a really basic uh, definition, and really it is. Um, but what I'm referring to specifically is not necessarily just a uh, like a traditional superset, like you would see in a lot of programs in the bodybuilding world. Um, a lot of times, I'm using these couplets in conjunction with more conditioning type pieces, uh, things that require a little bit more power as a movement. Um, And I'll get into a couple of those explanations or examples in a moment, but I wanted to talk about why I love them so much. And if we're talking about the things that make training effective uh, for the everyday person. We've talked on the show a lot of times about you know the minimum effective dose and you know what's the most bang for my buck I can get out of this workout that's going to get me the stimulus I need. Uh, it's going to allow me to recover properly. It's not going to crush me, right? It's not going to also take up 90 minutes of my time if I don't have that much time to train. I can get something super effective, get it done super efficiently, and uh, go about my day. And for the most and for most people. And a lot of guys in particular that's really appealing and compelling because we have lots of things going on we have jobs maybe you own your business you you may be married you have kid maybe multiple kids you know i'm in the multiple kid range now and so there's all kinds of other things that i'm having to work around and work with in order to make my training work and uh one of these things that i love with these couplets uh to give you a quick example because i just did one today with a client of mine Uh, a quick couplet of kettlebell swings and goblet squats back to back. And we did a a descending ladder rep scheme today. So we went 10 down to one. And what I mean by that is you're going to do both movements for 10 reps, then nine, then eight, then seven, then six, then five, four, all the way down, uh, just alternating between. And the goal with something like that is quality of movement, obviously, um, but it's to be done at a good clip, so you're getting some conditioning work out of it, and it's a powerful movement, especially with the kettlebell swings. Uh, you're working a hinge pattern, then you're working a squat pattern, so your heart rate's going to be up. Uh, you're also going to work a lot of posterior chain because you're doing a you know, posterior chain movement twice with a swing and then a squat, Um, But this is just, that's one of my favorite couplets. Another one that I love is deadlifts and pushups or kettlebell swings and pushups. I like to do things that are opposite ends of the uh, body spectrum. So something in the hinge pattern coupled with a push, Uh, or I do something with a squat pattern coupled with a pull. Um, and you can really do a lot of these, but I, you know, I like to do things that aren't the same movement pattern in this couplet. And then you can also do things at a set number of reps for a certain amount of time. You know, if you're doing like an eight-minute anrap. But what I've found to be most effective in time domain-wise is somewhere in like that eight to twelve-minute. Uh, time domain is really effective for conditioning. It's also really effective for uh, building some muscle, depending on what movements you're doing, right? Uh, because you're able to get some good muscle breakdown, some some good technical muscle breakdown and fatigue. And, you know, depending again on what movements you're using, you can really get some blood flow to those areas. And so those are things that I usually really enjoy adding into training and, and programming into clients' programs. Um there are you can you can also take it the next level just like anything else you know if you want to add a third movement and do triplets, um, you know that's just further moving down the CrossFit ladder of what things they they developed and then how they evolved over time and then it became four then it became five and uh, but what I love about just the simple couplet is I can work a strength piece um, like today I did uh, some muscle cleans um, and after that we did the the ten down to one of the kettlebell swings and goblet squats. So there's a lot of posterior chain work today, but it was explosive. The muscle cleans were five sets of two, so it wasn't uh, taxing from a volume standpoint, but we did do some heavy load and then moved into that, you know, a little bit lighter weight, but higher rep, higher intensity uh, for a little bit more of a conditioning piece. But that's why, you know, that whole workout can take 35 minutes. And those kinds of things like that become really appealing because, like I said, you're getting the most bang for your buck out of uh, just three exercises done in two totally different ways. And uh, you've got a great training session after that. So really what I'm, I'm wanting to talk to you about this today for was just to get you to really kind of experiment a little bit, mess around with some things in your training and find a couple of movements that are opposite ends of the movement pattern spectrum. Like I said, you go, I like to do hinge and push uh, as two couplet examples or two of my favorites. Um, uh, you could also do squat and pull. You can do hinge and squat. Uh, you could do push-pull if you wanted to just blast an upper body one. Uh, you can do all kinds of things like that and experiment with it and, and experiment with the time domain. See what an eight-minute AMRAP of a certain amount of reps is, feels like versus a 12-minute. See what a descending ladder looks like, how I did today uh, and how I explained earlier, 10 down to one. Maybe you do uh, you know, the old CrossFit uh 21 15 9 right you know those those type of rep schemes or 30 20 10 i mean those kind of things can be where you have some fun and add some variety into your training even if you do the same movement or the same movements as you did the last time you did this workout so uh the reason for all this is just to get you to explore and to experiment a little bit more with a lot of this stuff, and and realize that there's plenty of opportunity for you to enjoy your training and doesn't have to feel monotonous or uh, boring. And you know, you hear a lot of times that people say a good training program, a good training program is a boring training program, and I understand the concept of that, but uh, for most of us that aren't, you know gym junkies or, or live in the gym or work in the industry, you know, you're trying to enjoy training. So you continue to want to do it. And a lot of people just don't have the bandwidth to really appreciate, uh, the boringness that can be a great training program, unless you're working with a coach who can, you know, keep it engaging for you. But that's why a lot of people fall off of programs on their own is it's, you know, it's the same thing. I've been doing the same four sets of whatever. And, you know, while that might be, uh, beneficial for a lot of people it's tough to bring that intensity and it's tough to bring that energy into a session that you're just not that excited about. And so things like this, uh, done smartly, done well, uh, can really increase the buy-in of a program. And especially if you're doing stuff on your own, um, you you don't necessarily have to change a whole bunch, but maybe just moving from a 30-20-10 rep scheme on a couple one week, if it's programmed in, and then next week you do 21-15-9, uh, you know, it's actually five rep less reps, but I bet that you do... Uh, or you know, fifteen less reps, excuse me, but I bet that's a lot harder for that forty-five than the sixty before. And uh, it's just things like that that you can use to have fun and enjoy your training because that's the whole point. If we're not enjoying our training, then it's going to be really hard to continue to do it and build momentum and become successful and and build you know discipline and, phys- and the physique and the explosiveness and the performance that we're looking for. So you have to enjoy it, and if you can do something to increase that enjoyment of your training, then by all means, explore with it. If you've got questions about how you can implement various amounts of these things, um, like I said, this one was just about couplets and how I like them and how some examples of I use them are. But you can research all kinds of different workouts that use some some different ones. But I wanted to give you guys a an exact example that you can implement today uh, that wasn't going to be too complicated to understand or to feel like you didn't really know what you were doing. So go out and experience and and experiment, enjoy it, and let me know how it goes. Let me know what ones you came up with. If you're programming for yourself, I'd love to hear some of them. Maybe you guys can uh, give me some ideas too on things that worked really well for you. So that's going to do it for this solo show. I will talk to you guys next week with next week's interview. Have a great weekend.